Hello, everybody, and welcome to Adaptation Sickness. This is our brand new podcast, which we thought of a whole whopping three weeks ago, because why not? We need to do more stuff, and I decide that. Uh, my name's Tristan. I'm joined by... I am Ben. I'm Kyle. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about our favorite movie. Most favoritist. Well, it's one of your Most favorites. Favorite. I wouldn't quite agree with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're talking about the Super Mario Bros. movie from 1993. God help us all. The greatest adaptation ever made. Nah, that's that's questionable. I, Wasn't I mean, it the first video game movie ever also? I don't know. I think it was. To Google. Google will have my answer for me. I think I read that on the Wikipedia. Did you? Okay, so. it might have been the first like major blockbuster yeah. I would have to say from that. Which is why Nintendo did not handle it properly, because <laughs> there was no precedent. No, no. Nintendo didn't handle it. They handed it off. Yeah. They're exactly. just like, hey, Hollywood, do your fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> and we can't be angry at them, because it turned out beautifully. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fucking questionable, Ben. I, I might have some words for that. Um, but first thing we're going to discuss, storyline of the game. Everybody here, I believe, knows the storyline. Usually, Peach gets kidnapped by Bowser. Mario and Luigi have to save Princess Peach. And Peach isn't even in the movie. And Peach isn't even in the movie. No, they have Princess Daisy. Yep, it's more akin to the storyline of the Super Mario Land movies. Or video games. I was about to right. say this. This yeah. might be that, but yeah, yeah. That I think one, the the whole dinosaur thing was inspired by the Dino Land or something from like Super that. Mario World. Yeah, yeah. They kind of took a little bit of Super Mario Land too mm-hmm. with Daisy and Sarasa yeah. Land getting kidnapped. But so the wildest part about this movie to me is that mm-hmm. it's it's an isekai, basically. <laughs> like they go underground and then they go through a portal that takes them to a magic realm that they don't understand and then they have to navigate through it's it's literally an isekai it is oh my god you know what an isekai is right ben i have a good idea that would be the one with the dog man be, <laughs> being followed around by the girl with the bow right <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's probably that's, one of them. That's probably one of them, to be guaranteed. Essentially, you die and you're reincarnated, or you get transported to another world to save that world. Yeah, like Narnia is an easy Which, guy. I mean, this one's filled with BDSM, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but hey, to each their own. I thought it was a very bad thing, actually. <laughs> but are the characters in the movie... <laughs> uh, the characters in the movie... You mean Bowser Trump? <laughs> Trump got like ninety percent of his ideas, I swear to God, from from this movie. From this movie, at least for his advertising campaign, as played by Dennis Hopper, who did a fantastic job as King Koopa. You know what? Dennis Hopper did did do a fine what job. What was he in? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I got no idea. Good thing we got our good old friend Wikipedia here, because I don't know shit about what Dennis Hopper did. But uh, as we're looking up Dennis Hopper, we can also tell you that uh, the fantastic John Leguizamo oh, as playing Luigi yeah. Mario. The first thing I have in my notes is the casting is on point. For for Mario and Luigi, they're, they're perfect. Uh, Dennis Hopper was in Speed, Easy Rider, Blue Velvet, Waterworld. Oh, Blue Velvet. That's where I recognize him. Yeah. Waterworld, right. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Velvet's a weird movie. I have not seen anything that I just listed, but I might have to eventually. Don't watch Blue Velvet. (laughs) Definitely watch Waterworld. Okay. Okay. At least I know that to save myself. No, John Luiziamo, fantastic as Luigi. Um, Bob Hoskins is Mario. 
I gotta tell you about their whole stint oh, after really? a while. Oh, it, it explains a lot about the movie, not gonna lie. Yeah, weren't they drunk the whole time? Yeah, about yeah. like 90% because they kept on rewriting the script. So they were drinking actively oh. on set to the point where they didn't know what their script was till the day of. So I, anytime oh. you see John Luisiamo being enthusiastic, I'm like, oh, he's probably fucking hammered for that. Yeah. In sure. all honesty. Yeah, you know, he's probably like fucking out there. Uh, Princess Daisy, forgettable, replaceable. Yeah, she's a heroine from an '80s movie and a '90s movie. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't get much from that. Yeah. It's just the. It's just a stereotypical. I got kidnapped. Oh no! Whatever shall we do? Very, very akin to the games, actually. Okay, but let let's also go Iggy and Spike. <laughs> Those two were fantastic. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> they served no purpose. They just fucked around and found out the entire time, but they were still fantastic. Toad was also great for like five minutes before he got <laughs> Toadified. Right? Into before he got Goombified? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Toad being discount Dane Cook was <laughs> great. <laughs> That's a good way. To yeah, you know what? You can't unsee it though. Once yeah. you see discount Dane Cook, you're just like. Oh fuck, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But uh all right, let's let's get into the plot of the movie. Um but yeah, like I said it's an isekai. It literally follows I, I found it interesting too cuz I watched the the new one after this one. Yeah. And they both follow the same story beats. Like they're way different, but they follow the same general structure of like they're plumbers in New York. Yep. And then they go get chased underground for some reason and oh go through a portal and they get isekai into the Koopa realm, whether that's the actual, like, depicted like it's in the game in yeah. the new movie Mushroom or Kingdom this or... version. Yeah. But it follows that same trend of, like, let's literally go through an underground level and then go through a portal, get isekai and then they do the whole thing to wrap around and defeat Bowser and come home. And it's... That's, the same movie. That's true, and yeah. I don't like any of that. <laughs> I know. It's very disturbing. Um, <laughs> first thing I want to talk to is those nuns totally brought a bomb into that church. Oh, right? <laughs> in I the would... beginning, as soon as they brought it in, I'm like, that's a nuclear bomb. What the hell are they doing with a nuclear bomb? If you had just <laughs> shown me that, like... <laughs> That scene of the, like, them bringing the little, the egg. Yeah. That burrs the little, it's like, this yeah. is a movie about the Antichrist, is what <laughs> I thought first. I was like, this is like some bizarre Antichrist Christian movie. No, no, this something. is the Mario movie, yeah, man. No, this, this is, is yeah. a Mario movie. Oh my god. However, it is prefaced by talking dinosaurs mm, and yeah that's that's the, the talking dinosaurs made no sense absolutely no sense i was like are we on a pbs show is this what my life has come into <laughs> where we have like a shitty make believe almost ripping off jim henson and then we're going into this i was like ben did you put in the right movie <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> like watching the dvd of that is wild absolutely wild <laughs> can we talk about the the point where they're all getting into the when luigi's like oh yeah come on daisy we'll give you a ride and bob hoskins like yeah, oh, yeah. we'll give you a ride oh, he when just they first meet yeah daisy, when they yeah. first meet daisy he's like yeah we'll give you a ride it's like mario are you okay are you planning shit right now honestly my favorite part of that this movie was actually like the first act where they're just 
plumbers in New York. And fucking around. I want to just watch that movie, actually. (laughs) I don't need the isekai part. I just want to watch Mario and his adopted son, Luigi. Uh, Brother slash adopted son. Yeah, Yeah, no, brother slash adopted son. I was like, wait a minute. That was a choice that they made. That was a choice that they made. At some point. Absolutely. And they're like, you know what? Brilliant idea. He's You're now everything. his adopted son, brother, father, uncle, and grandma. Mother, daughter. <laughs> yeah. All of it. All Every of it. Every possible relationship. Why do you think Bob Hoskins has the dress in his closet from that movie? <laughs> it is the strongest family bond you can have exactly. by <laughs> everything to each other. <laughs> oh, no. He's True just the one. son and the apprentice. He yeah. just gets a title of apprentice. How Luigi's not even a fucking plumber. Yeah. He's just an apprentice. The Mario apprentices. Yeah. Not the bros. Oh, no, no. He's, he's full plumber. He's said he stated that a couple times but luigi nah fuck you bro you're gonna be a you're gonna be a apprentice how long am i an apprentice till i say so you are his squire hand me my wrench (laughs) to be fair he does do that yeah he does he only does that (laughs) in the movie i know he only hands him the wrench and you know what at least they did show some plumbing in that movie yeah exactly that's why i really like that part it's like oh they're actually being plumbers right that's what they're doing yeah Mm -hmm. okay but my thing is if they're digging up dinosaur fossils that shit's protected by the government (laughs) (laughs) protected by the university not very well no not very well at all do we have security guards no do we just have some guy named jim there with his fucking walkman probably not even a bagel i know I would have liked to see Jim there with a bagel. <laughs> okay, but there, there is a scene afterwards where Iggy and Spike are driving away, and they have a car door once they get into the car, but as soon as they pull away, the car door is gone. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck happened to the props department, but it's literally wow. missing a car door. And I looked at Ben, I'm like, when did the car lose his door? He's like, pause, rewinds. It's like, Amazing. huh. There is no door on that car. Like, was props team fucking sleeping? Or what on that? I, I, I don't understand it. I'm they were assuming drunk it was too. something post-production. Like, <laughs> yeah, it could have been that. That could have been that, absolutely. That was actually another thing I really liked about the movie was, like, the the whole set design. When they do get to, like, Koopa Square or whatever it was called, that whole, like, apparatus they must have set up in a soundstage was pretty crazy for, like, the 90s. It absolutely was. And you know what? They had a huge budget, too. I think, what oh, was really? it, 40 million dollars almost something like that yeah, yeah. but then it didn't it flopped <laughs> well that's because they swapped writers they went through right. like three or four different writers yeah and the directors were just like the guy now who we gotta wrote change that rain man yeah wrote a version of the script and apparently they had like a pet name for that version called drain man <laughs> and i want to watch that movie <laughs> I, I, I would watch drain man i can't disagree with that one but as soon as they get into koopa town i was like man this must be some weird bdsm shit we're getting into right yeah. here because i was looking at the costumes going my god this is just wild yeah one of the yeah. things i wrote down on my <laughs> notes was grunt was a mistake because basically this movie this, so this movie came out in 93 which was like the peak of grunge actually so like it really watched like if you took mario out of the movie and just made yeah. it like the same yeah it's a grunge movie it's a grunge isekai movie like you're not wrong and i hate absolutely all of that you just stated i know like how did grunge those... was wrong i love how that's just the note that you got from that yeah. it's just we fucked up guys yeah. but ladies and gentlemen this was grunge. a fucking mistake i get the feeling though they were trying to mix grunge with biker culture because mm-hmm. everything was yeah. letter yeah 
yeah. leather, which just made it come off as BDSM everything. There were yep. gimp masks later on in the movie. Yeah. Big Bertha was wearing a spiked leather collar. Listen, Mario was into Big Bertha there. <laughs> Mario was fucking into that. He's like... What did she say? Oh, you can punch me whenever you want or something like that. <laughs> oh I, I don't think it was quite that, but no, the fact she kissed him, I was like, doesn't isn't his girlfriend in this world too? I'm like, God oh, damn, yeah, Mario. Girl. Yeah, but he didn't yeah. know that at the time. And come on, there in different dimensions. <laughs> That's like even better than different area codes. I, I'm not cheating on my girlfriend if I got warped to another fucking dimension. <laughs> Who knows if I can get back? Everything is fair game now. <laughs> Who knows what you're gonna bring back? <laughs> well, Big Bertha is obviously what he's gonna bring back, but those fucking... That and some sort of fungus. Fuck the fungus. <laughs> The whole point of, if my father got turned into a fungus, he's going to help us by providing us terrorist items. <laughs> we'll unlock your terrorists. Right? <laughs> Don't worry, Mario Luigi. I'll supply you like the U.S. government does to terrorists. <laughs> it really does feel like someone needed to sit the writers down and just be like, guys, this is a about a video game for children <laughs> and we have well shot past our demographic on this yeah it's like who did they make this movie for yeah me it's really yeah exactly there you go they made <laughs> for, it they made it for ben they're like specifically for me this yeah. motherfucker right here <laughs> the fact that mario was in a yellow suit and luigi was in a red suit <laughs> fuck that <laughs> That part just pissed me off when they're at the club and they're like dancing. I'm like, no, just fucking put them in their proper outfits, please. Don't give Luigi red. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. Before that, they're plumbers wearing white overalls. <laughs> Yep. That is the worst color for them to be wearing. I don't... They didn't even have overalls. They had white shirts and was it jeans? Did they have overalls? No, after they... When they first Isekai'd themselves to a different dimension... Am I using that right? Yes. yes. Yeah. When they first Isekai'd themselves <laughs> to a different dimension, they had just finished fixing a pipe. Yeah. So they were wearing their work clothes, which were white overalls over whatever color shirts. Amazing. That's true, yeah. Absolutely dumb. So bad. Right? I mean, yeah, I want to come home looking like Slimer every day <laughs> yeah. as soon as I get out of there, walk out, be like, this was a good idea, boss. But, I mean... <laughs> and then as soon as Iggy and Spike got turned intelligent... Okay, I, I do want to talk about Iggy and Spike because they apparently were helping the king... King Toadstool mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah, they literally, like, turned into Marxists by the end of the movie. They did. It's amazing. But my fact was, if they were helping them the entire time, why the fuck did they kidnap Daisy in the first place? Right. To reunite her with her father fungus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with her father fungus, after, like, keeping her and nearly torturing her, and then going from that, just be like, oh, we were helping you the whole time, then why not just keep her in the other world while you know this one's going to shit? <laughs> That's like, sorry, we can't take care of our problems right now. We're going to, you know what we're going to do? Outsource. <laughs> we're going to get the Italians from another planet and we're going to get this woman to fix our problems because you know what? They have, <laughs> they had the one woman there. They didn't, did they didn't say her name for like the first fucking three quarters of the movie. Which woman? Lena. Oh yeah. They didn't say her name. Oh really? At all. Yeah, that's true. We were trying to reference her, and we're like, have they even said the 
Bowser's sisters or queens or whatever she is to him's name. They yeah. didn't until like nearly three quarters of the movie. I was like, what the hell do I call her? <laughs> and like, what's even her relationship? To I she has don't the same know. relationship that Mario and Luigi have. I like yes, to right? everything. <laughs> Bowser is her father oh. and her mother. Yeah, there yeah, you exactly. go. Yeah, <laughs> and they're married. Yeah, but as soon as Spike and Iggy call Bowser a fascist, I oh, lost yeah. it on that. They also call him an oppressor of the proletariat. Yeah. Time. Which is just so good. But my fact was like, okay, were is it because you guys got turned that you're now trying to help a little bit more? Or were you trying to, but you were too stupid to realize you wanted to help the Yeah, the console order is kind of messed up. That's for sure. That is a great question. Because either they were very incompetent when they were stupid and still that incompetent when they were smart and tried yeah. to play it off or they were incredibly competent when they were stupid and much less competent when they got smart right oh they got the worst when they got smart well yeah. that's just it is that they couldn't do shit as soon as they got smart yeah but before well, they were like hey we actually managed to kidnap her we also kidnapped four other women because <laughs> i feel like the vibe they were going for that was like they got book smart right so they're like oh how peculiar instead like so when they were dumber they were more like i don't know street smart maybe those two were not like fucking street yeah. smart as soon as they started doing the three stooges routine i'm like ah your intelligence is not there guys can we uh can we try again that but that's that's my sticking point is just spike and iggy i don't believe yeah, that they so were good silly. the whole time oh most definitely not however there is another possibility uh. They had allegiance to Princess Daisy, but really didn't care about the MacGuffin Rock. Right, yeah. True. They didn't care about the MacGuffin Rock at all. No. They do bring Princess Daisy funny. back, completely ignoring the MacGuffin Rock at first. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's and funny. then after they get smart, they have no qualm returning Daisy to the brothers. True. In exchange for the MacGuffin Rock. Right. That is true. That might be exactly it. But I mean, as soon as they did, though, they got the rock and they're like, cool, well, we don't want to destroy everything. So we're going to help you now. <laughs> yeah, that's when they had their face turn. Fair, fair. WrestleMania is a thing what? in the Mario universe. What? What? You guys missed that? Yes. At one point, they're referencing WrestleMania in there. Oh my god. I think it was a kid is like, I want to go to WrestleMania <laughs> this year. I was like, WrestleMania is in the fucking Mario universe? No, that was Mario Mario telling... Was that Mario da saying yeah, that? Yeah, that was Mario telling Daisy that he was taking his girlfriend to WrestleMania. WrestleMania right. yeah. yeah. So WrestleMania is a thing in the Mario universe, apparently. Hear that? Just Mario is a huge WrestleMania fan. He's just got to wrestle all the time. Because <laughs> it was in Madison Square Garden, I believe they said. Which was absolutely that. Okay, now here's the thing. There were Goombas in the movie, right? Mm -hmm. The other ones were straight out called Allosaurs. They were not called Koopas. Right. They you... had the two different models for the big guys. Mm, the ones with the tiny heads. Yeah, there was Goombas, mm -hmm. and the other ones was called an Allosaur. They didn't even call it a Koopa. Right. Because it looked exactly like a fucking Allosaur. <laughs> was that from in Mario? No, Allosaur is an actual dinosaur. Right. <laughs> so they didn't even go for a Koopa. 
They just straight out went for an allosaur. I also just those ones. love that we brushed over the plot contrivance of like a meteor hit the earth and the dinosaurs didn't die. They're just in another universe. Yeah. Actually. That, that's a part of that PBS show in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, they just like, got sealed into another from? dimension. Yeah, they just needed an excuse to send them somewhere else. I got no idea. But also, when did Luigi and Daisy get caught by King Koopa? Because they never show that. Did they not? No, because it has the the mattress scene, which is absolutely beautiful. Mm. I love that mattress scene, and I swear to God, it inspired Super Mario 64's Ice Slides with a Penguin. And you cannot tell me otherwise. That is what inspired those penguin scenes, and also, fuck that penguin. Tristan's conspiracy theory. (laughs) Listen, as soon as I saw the Allosaur riding the Goomba... I was like, this is beautiful. This is all I need in my life. And I thought the bottom one died till afterwards he smiled. He's like, hi guys. <laughs> he was into it. But no, as soon as they drop down, King Koopa has Luigi and Daisy. How were they caught? When were they caught? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice that, but you're right, I think. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You mean like during the end of towards the end? Right? Yeah. Like trying to get the... Yeah, both of them just get caught by King Koopa and it doesn't show us how. Amazing. Yeah, Mario goes off on his own to... Save the women. Save his... Yeah. And the girlfriend, yeah. Save the women and his girlfriend inclusive. And... (laughs) And Luigi and Daisy go off to do something else yeah. that they never say. Save the universe or yeah, something. Yeah, right? And then they get caught. Um, Off camera. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Mario is also a terrorist with that bomb mom. But that bomb mom took its sweet ass time. I have never seen a bomb mom with a longer fuse that's just like... Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, like, 100%. And then... The One Mario... of the few things they actually, like, depict it like it is in the video yeah. game. Do you know what's something that did not age well, though? What? When the two universes are converging, they erase the Twin Towers at first. Oh, I, yeah, I rewinded that scene. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> they destroyed the Twin Towers. I was like, oh, this did not age well. That blew my mind. And it came out, what, like eight years before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, it was a was a very recognizable piece of New York skyline. Oh, 100%. To prove where they were. Yeah. Also, Bomb Moms are sponsored by Reebok. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I was like, man, you know, you had to, it's kind of sad for your paid advertising when Bob Hobbs are sponsored by Reebok on the bottom. But also, how did the king turn back? Because he got hit with the de-evolution ray like five scenes earlier. Is that what happened? Yeah, he got hit with the de-evolution ray a couple scenes earlier, and then he was fighting it for the next couple scenes, just losing his lizard manatee. <laughs> It's hard to tell until eventually he just gets hit with another blast and turns into a dinosaur and then into goop. (laughs) We haven't invented the Last of Us level mushroom acting yet. (laughs) Listen, it was also allosaurs, not Koopas, and that kind of pisses me off. The Last of Us stands on the back of this move. (laughs) This was the true fungus the whole time. Actually, they kind of do like look the cordyceps, which is weird. Kind of. Well, the. What they do 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 well about the mushroom stuff in, in this movie is yep. that it's actually, like, biologically accurate. Like, they actually show, like, a fungus, the way a fungus would look, not just, like, a little mushroom head. Yeah. Because a mushroom head is literally just, like, a fungus's penis, basically. <laughs> and, like, the actual body of the fungus is, like, usually underground, so we don't see it or think about it. Very True. Much. 
But in this movie, they actually show, like, the fungus. Yeah, like a slime mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. They actually show, like, the full extent of the Okay, but who knew that the most accurate thing about this movie would be the fucking fungus? I know, right? <laughs> Especially in Mario, where you eat a fungus for magic powers. Right? Like... That part makes absolutely no sense. But what was that ending? They tried to set it up for a sequel. Why did they try to set oh, it up for a sequel? Where Daisy Yoshi... kicks open the... No, you did you miss the last part? No. There's oh, one I'm with... thinking of the new... No, yeah, you're thinking of the new one where Mario and Luigi and Mario's girlfriend are there and Daisy, like, kicks open the door and oh, goes, guys, yeah. I need your help with, like, a fucking plasma cannon. Yeah, like, she's got, like, a gun. You'd never believe it. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. right? Oh, that, that was just absolutely... I was just like... I'm out. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Daisy with a gun. I, yeah, apparently. I want to see Super Mario Brothers 2 where they go to a completely different movie that was based off another game <laughs> in America. In Japan, it'll just be more hard. Donkey Donkey Panic. Cough, cough. Yeah, they go to Donkey Kong. <laughs> they go to Donkey Kong. Listen, Donkey Kong doesn't want any of their shit. Let's no. be honest here. Any other notes you guys have about the movie? <laughs> Uh, yeah, just that they play off a lot of fetishes trying to make it look bad. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, mmm, the BDSM clothes. I'm like, I see what the directors are into. And God help us all. Okay, but I I didn't mind the police cars. (laughs) Oh, the police cars were cool as hell. But for that explosion scene with there, I'm like, ah, there's their budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was way too much Mad Max in this movie. There right? was. Like, if you think... Like, if you're a guy in the 90s, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, they're making a Mario movie. A Mad Max clone is, like, the <laughs> last thing I would think of. It's or the last thing you would have expected from that. But apparently that was, like, the biggest thing there. And it, it was kind of kind of a little sketchy, not going to lie. Yeah, and the best Mad Max clone of the 90s had Kevin Costner in it, so... <laughs> But it also had Dennis Hopper, apparently. Oh, there you go. Excellent. Dennis Hopper is a familiar fan. No, I did a little bit of research on the backstory of this, but they swapped writers three times. Mm -hmm. And Dennis Hopper actually blew up on stage one time. Oh, really? Like, during filming. And lost it on them. Yeah, um, everybody. Well, because it was directed by, like, a couple. Yeah. Who were apparently really, like, controlling or Yeah, they were 100% controlling. And it got to the point where Dennis Hopper was actually blew up. And he's like... This is a fucking joke, and you guys are being extremely unprofessional. It's like, ooh, boy. I'm like, and Bob Hoskins says it's the only movie he's done that he regrets. And Bob Hoskins was in Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. So the fact he was in that, and he's just like... Fuck the Super Mario Bros. movie. Where John Luizano's like, eh, I was a part of something yeah. bigger. I was born to be Luigi. Yeah, so. right? And then you get Bob Hoskins, who's probably like driving by. As soon as you show him a copy, I swear he's going to yeah. light it on fire for you and just be like, we're done with this. Which is why if you have the DVD, if we ever, if he ever comes, if we ever get to meet him, he's got to sign that DVD for you. I prefer <laughs> Leguizamo. <laughs> we don't talk about Leguizamo. No, we don't. <laughs> Oh, boy. Any other notes, guys? Uh, not too much more on the movie itself. However, I did write down, Yoshi has a foot fetish. <laughs> Yoshi does have a foot fetish. Oh, no. The fact he wrapped around her foot, it was like, ah, hanging on there a little bit long. It was excessive. I did enjoy the joke where... <laughs> I didn't want to judge. <laughs> ...where Toad comes to, like, give Daisy, like, a slap of meat, and she's just like, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, no, no, she's like... 
This is the, I actually wrote this one down. The exact words she said is, "I don't eat anything with a face." Yeah, that was the line. Yeah, that was actually a big kind of meme in like the vegan community in the '90s. Was just like that was how you would explain Why vegetarianism to you. Yeah, it's, it was it was a weird time. That does not surprise me at all. Except for there was a couple times where there was nothing on the ground. Oh, like in the de-evolution room, there was nothing on the ground. Then a whole bunch of slime appeared from nowhere, and that's how they were able to break out of prison. It did look like somebody just took a massive wet dump on the floor. Yeah. And they didn't show anything to... No context. No context. It just all of a sudden got wet and everybody slipped. We're like, what the hell happened? Also, Bowser being a... A uh, clean freak and a germaphobe. Well, his main enemy is a fungus. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense, but at the same point, it's like. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Let's let's get down to it. Overall comparison. How do we feel like that represented the Mario video games? Not well. I just say. Only three mainline Mario games had come out by that point. So we're only comparing it to one, two, and three. And not really two. No, no, Super Mario World came out as well. Oh, Super Mario World. This is what inspired it. That's why they went to Dino Land and all that shit. All right. But still, that is a good point, though. So we don't have, like, whole... Because we especially think of, like, a lot of the modern Mario games, too, right? Yeah. We we think of 64, even. So they would have had Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. 2, which is also Lost Levels. But we had... Uh, Doki Doki Panic reskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3. Super Mario World. Did they have Mario Paint by then? Uh, Mario Paint was out by that point. They also I had... Think Mario Kart was also out by mm-hmm. that point. Mario Kart was out by that point. Which they did with the police car chase. They did, basically. yes. And no they also yes. had no Super Mario Land 1. Right. For sure. Yes. They had one for sure. I don't know if they had two by that time. But there was enough Mario games for them to kind of go off of. Mm. Um, for me, it the story, yeah, sure, they kind of followed the Mario Bros. story. The environments, hell no. <laughs> one thing I did like about the environments, though, were like, like when they get chased on the ground, it's like, oh, this is an underground level. Yeah. And like you could see where they're like, they would have done like a underwater level if they could have. But yeah. And they went to a desert world that yeah, we got to see. Exactly. None of. Yeah. Yeah. So they did. They did they try tried. to incorporate the environments, but they incorporate them pretty shittily. Yeah. Well, I think what where it goes wrong is the grunge thing, right? Like the the vibe is just not. That's right. true. Where it's it's not like almost like in the new Super Mario Bros. movie, how it's more like a magical world that they go into. So each of the mm-hmm. environments kind of makes sense. This one's just overlapsed by grunge yeah. in the and fact BDSM. and the BDSM. Yeah, exactly. In the fact that even the workers in those areas are all dressed up like that. Yeah. Like all the workers, no matter where you go, full BDSM gear, ready to pound down in Koopa Town. <laughs> they know what they're into, apparently. But okay, they did. Shame. They did. Try Try to make Goombas. <laughs> they did try to make Goombas. May God help those Goombas and Allosaurus. <laughs> and the, the Luigi who is horrifying. Right? But I mean, overall, I would say they, they attempted, but they did a shit job yeah. because of the grunge. But the story, yeah, they adapted the story, all right, I'd say. It wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. I would say, like, if you took the Mario out of the movie, yeah, it could make a pretty cool movie. Uh, which Mario? There were two Marios. Three Marios. The, the, 
said that there was Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Between them. So what I mean, like, be left with Luigi. Like, if it wasn't a Mario movie at all, like, like you just take out the references and stuff. And it's just a weird isekai movie, basically. <laughs> that could be a good time. That, that could be a fun, that, like, That would 90s be a movie, probably right? shitty B movie for 90s, but yeah, exactly. it would be fine. It's just they didn't quite use the charm of Mario. Yeah, that's the thing. There, there isn't much. There, there's a. It has its own charm, but it doesn't have, like, the childlike. It doesn't have charm. exactly what you expect from Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and that's world. the thing, is, like, when you attach a, a name like, I mean, maybe in the modern day that has more connotations now, but when you attach a name like Mario to a movie, yeah, like, and you do something completely off the wall and different, of course it's not gonna not gonna work as well no it's not just because it's it's one of those things of uh people have their expectations and mario has been a big staple in the video game industry and this is what people expect Mm kind of like the new movie how a lot of things are whimsical and everything is happy does it need a complex story no we're all good without that but it's still the fact of it needs that charm and this movie didn't quite have the cutesy charm it had the like you said grunge was a mistake (laughs) and i love that still and that will be the quote for this movie was Grunge was a mistake. Alright, so how are we going to give this a score? I mean, there are originally eight worlds in Super Mario World. Because this shit was based off of that. Yep. It was so how worlds. many worlds did they get to? We'll they get to... Underground World. Yep. Was there... A, I guess there was kind of a Bowser's Castle, sort of. Not really. But not there really. Was, there was Koopa Tower, but they didn't really get into that. Yeah. Um, but let, let's rank this movie out in nine worlds, because <laughs> Star Wars still counts. And fuck anybody who says otherwise. Uh, ben, what's your rating out of nine worlds? Well, I'm going to give it eight worlds only because, well, that was my favorite world in Super Mario World 3. And those airships were hard to love, but once you got to love them, oh... They were the best. Did you say eight out of nine? Yeah, eight out of nine. I have questions for you later. <laughs> shh, shh, chocolate. No, no, no. <laughs> this is an issue. But all right, you're you're entitled to your opinion, even if that opinion is wrong. <laughs> but that's fair. Everybody has different things. You're the same person who likes the Resident Evil movies. Love them. Which we'll get to eventually. I have, I have to. I've never seen them. I'm a huge Ari fan. I'm going to lose my shit. You I am will. Sure. I, I haven't sure. played or seen them. So. I am going to rant my oh i played one of them i'm gonna rant my face off probably i'm gonna lose my shit back on topic mario mario yes kyle your rating i give it three 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 out of nine worlds three out of three got it i feel like that's how many (laughs) worlds of mario it captures (laughs) worlds of mario excluding the bdsm once we get there yeah Oh, no, you know, the famous BDSM level in yeah, uh, Super yeah, Mario 2. Right? Uh, oh, one... that's one of the lost levels, actually, is <laughs> the, the BDSM dungeon. Why do you think the shy guys are so shy? <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing gimp masks. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, it's more direct no. translation than you thought. <laughs> What's lurking around the corner? You know what? Luigi got kidnapped by shy guys in the new movie. That just, that sets it to a new tone. You know what? Maybe Luigi's into that. Um, me and myself, I'm going to give it four out of nine worlds. Wow, higher than I thought. Watching it, I have my issues with it. A lot of issues. But that is a movie that I would probably get drunk to. Not going to lie. Yeah, it's it's one of those ones where... I rewatching it as an adult, 
it's it's dumber than I thought it was. There's there's no hope. There's no saving this movie. Would I see it once a year? Yeah, probably. Once a year, wow. Once a That's year, nice. yeah. I would probably put this on mostly because Ben will probably make me at some point. Hundred percent. And yeah, exactly. And I will watch it once a year. And I'm probably gonna create a drinking game to that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> what would the drinking game be? Oh, there's so much you could do. There is so much you could do. Drink whenever John Leguizamo does. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, so you have to pause it every screen cut, every scene. Yeah, cut. yeah. Yep. Every, every time, time Hoskins yeah. and Bob, John Luigi's Amano is just toasted, you're like, beautiful. Yeah. I need to get drunk for this whole movie now. Thanks, Whenever guys. they're not on camera, assume they're drinking. <laughs> right? Oh, I can't say I blame them on that one at all. But yeah. Um, no, I'd, I'd give it four out of nine because ignoring, like you said, grunge is awful. It's... <sighs> It's all right. I, I, I like certain parts. I love the pipe scene where they're sliding down the pipe on the mattress. Uh, the whole beginning is fine. Fuck the Allosaurs and Goombas. <laughs> Fuck King Koopa. Fuck not saying anything about Lena. And what they did to my boy Yoshi, fuck them for that. The worst of crimes. Y- Yoshi When you see the cuter. egg at the beginning, too, yeah. I was like, oh, that's Yoshi. Yeah. No, it's fucking Princess and Daisy coming out of that. And it's the Antichrist, obviously. Yeah, right? Daisy the Is Antichrist. That's what you said. <laughs> That's exactly what Ben said, too. Maybe. It's the Antichrist coming out of the egg. But, I mean, that whole... As long as you throw away the movie with no expectations, like, mm. if I was... If it's not just a fun, drunk time, that's a four, but honestly, probably two out of nine worlds if I was, like, actually critiquing it and not trying to enjoy it because mm. there was so much that just pissed me off. But that's it. Uh, that's that's how I give it. But I think the, the Yoshi thing's actually a good like example of the whole movie where like you hear a Mario movie, you see an egg and you're like, oh that's gonna be Yoshi. Oh it's a Mario movie. We're gonna have some like jumping on mushrooms and stuff. And then you get to the actual movie and it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> this is the one I paid fifteen dollars for. <laughs> I mean it was the nineties, so a movie was probably like five dollars, but But I mean it's still the fact of it it's not what you expect from a Mario mm-hmm. movie. And I think that is key to like adaptations in general, right? It has to stay, like, true to the source material. Mm -hmm. Was this true to the more source material? I'd give it a 2 out of 9 for that. (laughs) My personal enjoyment, 4 out of 9. But they did have the jump shoes. They did have the jump shoes. I loved the jump shoes. That was hilarious. They didn't use those Mario. Okay. Become Jumpman Mario. Right? Jumpman Mario. So for me, I guess I gotta give it two ratings of how I enjoyed it and how it followed it. Because how it followed it, that's a fucking two. They pretty much took the characters' names and said, Godspeed, this is what we got, boys. But it hey. did canonize their names as Mario Mario. It did, And Luigi yes. Mario. So it has that. It did, yes. That is very true. As far as adaptations go, I think it followed it pretty well. It went back to the Japanese version of King Koopa, Steel's Lady, People Go to Mushroom Kingdom... To save Princess Daisy. That is true. It does follow the basic Well, Princess formula. insert name It does here, follow yeah. the basic formula, but so, for me, it's it's how it compares to the game overall. Is that that's one of the biggest things, is comparing it not just to the plot of the game, mm, but to the game overall. It's the vibe. It's the vibe, the environments, 
the stories, your sets, interactions between characters, which I mean, it, it's, you didn't have much to go off of then. So interactions for characters, I say, ah, fuck it. That's good. Yeah. You didn't have much to go off then. That's why it's the mm. perfect adaptation because they were no. blank slates from the video game. I, they were telling the true story. But remember, it's also the environments exactly. and it's everything in general. So my personal enjoyment, four out of nine. I'll see that once a year drunk. There's an actual adaptation of it. Two out of nine. Because while they did have the characters, they had next to nothing else. They had the characters, they had the plot, nothing else. Well, I think we can all agree that John Lug was almost said it best. Even if half of your cast is drunk most of the time, even if you only have one person taking it seriously, even if you have five different writers and several different directors, nothing is impossible. Improbable. Not impossible. <laughs> the probability of us getting a good movie out of that dropped as soon as half that shit happened. Not impossible. Not, not impossible. impossible. Highly impossible. improbable. Anyways. Alright, thank you all for joining. That was our first episode of Adaptation Sickness. And we will see you guys in a few weeks. I'm Tristan. I'm Ben. I'm Kyle. And thank you very much for watching. Please leave a review comment concern we have plenty of concerns especially with this movie but that's a different story anyways thank you everybody have a good night bye, bye.